Hello, beautiful people. My name is Golden, and I am a part of the Fire Realm movement. For more free resources, don't hesitate to stop by our website. That is www.firerealmglobal.com. In case you didn't know, I am a music artist, and I love spreading love and positivity all around the world. My EPK is called Golden from Death to Life. You can check it out on our website or on all major platforms. And especially in this trying time, if you're hurting or you're in a need of prayer, please don't hesitate to send us an email. That is info at gmail.com. Until then, please be safe and be blessed. Okay, Facebook, you're here. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Welcome to the Fire Realm this morning. Hope you're having a blessed, blessed, blessed Sunday morning. Uh, I'm Jason Hunt. This is my wife, Golden. Uh, just got to get in the frame. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so thank everybody for joining. We thank you for joining in this morning. Uh, we hope you're having a blessed, blessed Sunday. Remember, for those on um, Instagram and on Facebook or wherever you're watching this, that uh, you can subscribe. We're here every Sunday at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time for you to receive a fresh word from God and for you to hear what God is saying concerning your life and where He's taking you. Our God does work miracles and He does open doors and He is a merciful God. So we want to encourage you this morning that even as you hear the word, to get excited this morning. Don't come all down and be like, yeah, I'm coming in. <laughs> I need a word of the morning. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, we, um, we believe that uh, God is, is gracious. We believe that God is, uh, is, uh, is on the move. And we believe that God is a good God. And yes. that he's concerned about what you're going through. And that he's concerned about you and your life. We believe that. Why? Because the scriptures say that. Hey, good morning. What's going good on? So Flow 360. Uh, um, yeah, so, so we believe that. And we are convinced of that. That no matter what you're going through in your life. That God does love you. His love doesn't change based on what we go through. His favor doesn't change based on what he goes through. How he moves with uh, his miracle power don't change by what we go through. So understanding that, understanding the character of God, you should be declaring who he is. Matter of fact, I'll give you scripture. The Bible says that... Um, that oh, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, he's got the sunroof open here. <laughs> but um, don't mind that, you guys. But um, the Bible says that in, in Proverbs, that the mouth of the righteous will deliver them. Mm. Why will the mouth of the righteous deliver them? Because they declare who God is in the midst of their situation. Mm -hmm. And God delivers them from that situation. So if your mouth is closed, that means you don't know who your God is or what the scripture says. That's why you won't get the breakthrough and deliverance that you're looking for. So, saying that, what? you got to Say that start. one more time, baby. Say that one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. Mm. Mm. Tell <laughs> them. <laughs> Amen. Um, but the Bible says that um, uh, the mouth of the 
righteous will deliver them. What does that mean? Mm. That means that your mouth can deliver you in the midst of your situation. But if but you can't speak anything, you can't say, uh, you can't speak anything in, in your situation because you don't know what the scripture says. Mm. And because you don't know what the scripture says, you don't know who God is. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you, you, you don't speak nothing in your situation. You just keep getting beat up and beat up and beat or up. Or complaining or, or saying complaining. the wrong things. Saying the wrong things. I was talking to my wife about this this morning. How God has governed this whole earth based on spiritual laws. Mm -hmm. And those spiritual laws is your mouth carry, carries power. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again. Your mouth carries power. So if your mouth is speaking, you know, uh, uh, doubt, fear, unbelief, depression, that's what your life is going to be filled with. But if your mouth is speaking who God is, that he's a miracle worker, that he opens up doors, that he loves you, that he shows favor. If you're speaking those things, you're speaking an atmosphere. And the laws that God established, I don't have time to get into that, that's a whole nother message. But in the spiritual world, the laws that God has established in this earth, well, you'll start seeing that your words will begin to shape your life, your surroundings, your relationships, and so on and so forth. So, watch what you're speaking. <laughs> Hallelujah. And also, for those out there, you know, there's a... There's also another side to it. If you are someone who is sowing into the kingdom of God, that means you're financially giving to the work of God and for souls. If you are living obedient to the word of God, if you are in the word of God, if you are praying, you have a, you, have, you consecrate, you fast, you seek the Lord. If you are doing these things, your words carry power. According to the scripture, you mm -hmm. as a believer, the Bible says, they uh, they will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Jesus said in the ending of Matthew and the Gospels that uh, these signs will follow those who believe. Mm -hmm. Because you are a believer, you have power. I'm going to say that again. Because you are a believer, according to what Jesus said in the Word of God, you have power. You have power for healing, power for breakthrough, and so on and so forth. You want to add to that, baby? Let's just take it a step further. Um, the Bible says that God made us in his image and his likeness. So if he created everything that he created was by a word, everything that he created, yeah. he spoke it before God does something in your life. He, he gives you a word. He gives you a prophetic word. And that word is just not something he's saying. He's, he has already created it. Hallelujah. But sometimes it comes at, well, most of the time, all the time, it comes as a seed and then it grows. And it depends on how you water it, what type of ground it is being cultivated in. So if if God created us in his image, in his likeness, and he's telling you the, the what he said, the, 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 the mouth of the righteous will, will deliver, deliver them. Will deliver them. Yes. The mouth of of the, the righteous, righteous will, will deliver them. them. So if you don't have a prayer life, if you if you if you're if you're doing more complaining than praising, if you're cussing your brother, if you're in gossip, if you're in slander, then your mouth is cursing you. Your mouth is yes, not delivering yes, you. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say that. Say that again. Glory to God. Say that one more time. So if you're cursing, if you're gossiping, if you're 
complaining and you're slandering, then your mouth is not delivering you. It's cursing you. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says that uh, we're all made in his image and his likeness. And whatever you sow, you shall reap. Whatever you put out into the world, whatever you do to others, it's going to come back to around to you. No matter what, no matter when, no matter what, um, how, but it's coming. In other words, you know, you might, it might catch you off guard. You might think you're flourishing in uh, uh, your speech towards one another, your gossip towards others. Um, but there will be a time where that thing going to come right back um, around to you. And God, for some reason, he knows how to get our attention. He knows how to show us, like, remember what you did the other day? I got you now, all right? Or you don't open the door for an enemy yes. to come back and still kill and destroy your life. So, so, so the thing is, what are we saying, brothers and sisters? <laughs> what are we saying? What are we saying? How are we responding to the pressure? How are we responding to the fire? Hallelujah. The Bible says that now that when he has tested and tried me, I will come out as pure gold. How is gold created? By fire. And God always tries his word by fire. So if God spoke a word in your life, if God is, it has already declared something over your life, he's trying it by fire. Yeah, and for that scripture, I got it here. Mm-hmm. It's Proverbs twelve six. Mm-hmm. It says, The words of the wicked are to lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. Mm. So, the mouth of the righteous, the believer, the, the ones who are anointed by God, mm-hmm. the Bible says that their mouths would deliver them, whether it's out of sickness, whether it's out of um, trouble, well, whatever it is, that's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. And that's what we base our lives on, the Word of God. So no matter what it is you're going through, you got to practice speaking the Word of God in your midst of your situation. That's why prayer is so powerful. That's why, even with me and my wife, we, have, we set time to declare and prophesy over our day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, see, the thing is, when you what happens when you begin to declare over your day? And I'm not going to get too deep into it because I know we have a message here this morning. But but what happens when you begin to prophesy or declare over your day? You declare what you want to see in your day. You declare and you set an atmosphere for God to see, move. See, baby, I told you these in your day. Falling out. Oh, okay. You declare and decree. What you want to, what, 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 uh, what you declare and decree an atmosphere over your day. Some of us got a day full of just uh, pain or depression, and you're not speaking over your day, mm-hmm. you're not speaking over your life, over your circumstances, whatever it is you're going through. You got to learn these spiritual principles and keys, mm-hmm. all right? So you know, just wanted to highlight that. Um, Can I also say something, too? Because in over 15 years, about 15 years being saved and seeing, you know, the different 
different type of people, different type of believers, different type of Christians and how um, they they operate in the word of God. Um, it it is. How can I say it? It's been a tremendous blessing, but it also has been a teaching for me just being a, you know, bystander watching and looking because I've seen believers who are disobedient to God, not loving their brothers and sisters, complaining and carrying on, as I would say, and think that they're going to open the Bible and begin to declare the word of the Lord over their lives. Over all that mess that they're doing every single day. So why am I saying that? And they wonder why things aren't moving for them. You know, they wonder why some some people some of them wonder why they still sick or why God is not opening up any doors for them. Why they remaining stuck? You in can't all these live things. in curses and they expect, wonder, expect they, blessings. Mm -hmm. We're we're talking about decree a, a righteous believer. He said the 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 mouth of the righteous shall deliver them. Not because you profess uh, uh, righteousness, but because you live righteousness, and that's how the word is going to work for you. Because if you're trying to get the word to work for you, for example, if you want. Uh, if you want God to de uh, to deliver you from your enemies or you're looking for a financial breakthrough or you're looking for an open door or anything like that and you're taking the word of God and you're declaring that over yourself. I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed coming and going. The Bible says that's like witchcraft. You know, the Bible said the sin of rebellion. I'm going to give you the exact scripture. The sin of rebellion is as witchcraft. So you taking the word of God and think you're going to speak something and make it happen. And you're trying to prophesy over your situation like you're going to make it happen. You're, very, you're, you're treading on dangerous territory. God, he said, enter my gates with thanksgiving and praise, number one. Number two, hey, that's just like when you visit it. You go to someone's house and you visit them, right? What What's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to greet them. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see, like, okay, are we good? Can I come in? Like, what's up? You know, hello. You know, are we on good terms? You know, if there be anything in your life, anything in your heart um, that is displeasing to God, the first step, you have to repent. You have to say, Lord, you know, I want your promises to work in my life. I want to see your miracles in my life. I want to see, I want to declare your word and see your word happen in my life. Um, so forgive me if I've done anything, um, to you and deliver me from that, that cycle and the way of thinking to think that I'm going to make your word work for me just because it's the word. And I feel like we needed to really home in on that because I've seen it over and over so much hatred, envy, strife in your heart. And you think you praying or praying against somebody or praying on somebody, or you trying to speak the word in your situation and God ain't got Nothing to do with that. Yeah, and we have to be, you know, we have to be also, mm. because this happens a lot, we have to be also sensitive to what God is trying to show us. A lot of people, you know, they're, they're waiting on God for things. Mm -hmm. And they're waiting on God to move on this. And they're waiting on God to move on that. And God is not moving. 
Let me tell you something. God is not the type of God that don't move. That's not his character. You know, God is concerned about his glory being known to other people so they can see God. Mm -hmm. So when God says something, it happens. Mm -hmm. So so a lot of people, they find themselves in a place of what calls waiting on God. Mm -hmm. but, they, but God is really waiting on them to change. Hallelujah. And what ha what's happening is... Um, they're believing for things and if you're believing for something and it's not happening You got to take a step back and ask God Lord. Is it me? Is it I'm, I, I, am I the reason why something is not happening in my life? Mm. And when you're open to that correction catch this God may send someone he may send whether it's a, 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 a person a ministry a man of God or you know, so many different things. You know, I heard a pastor, for example, just the other day, and he was talking about how he received, um, like, a lot of blessings for his ministry and things like that in his life. And he mentioned a lot of other preachers and pastors that would look at him and was like, how did you get this or how did you get that? And he would tell them the answer, and they would they, they don't want to even receive it. Or they don't want to do what he did. Or they don't want to do what he did to get it. But... They're praying and they're waiting on God for something. And why am I mentioning that? Because sometimes, you know, it can even happen with leaders. It can even happen with pastors. And God uses everyone in the body of Christ for us to learn and for us to grow. So you got to get to a place where you're like, okay, Lord, is it me? And if it is you, God will start to give you the instruction on how to, how to walk in what you're believing for. Right. Many people, they believe for healing, for example. And God will say, well, anoint yourself for seven days. Anoint yourself with oil for seven days and play worship music. And, and just come into my presence and worship. And they won't obey that instruction. Because they think it's too smart. Like, how is that going to do yeah. do what I... Like, how is that going to get me how to where I'm going? Gonna, and it's not about what my you're God, doing. It's hard. about your obedience. Mm. So, so, that's just an example. Excuse me. That's just an example. And um, I don't know why the Lord is veering off. I don't know why he's doing that. But, but. <laughs> but uh, we're just going to let God have his way. We didn't even plan on coming to talk about this today. Not at but, all. Um, but for some reason, someone out there, you need to hear this. Yeah. And, um, and, and just really get these keys that, that it's, it's, God is not really concerned about what you're doing. Mm. He's concerned about you listening to what he tells you to do. Mm. And why? Why is that important? Because if God can get you to listen, then he can work miracles in your life. Mm -hmm. He can bring you to your promise. Mm -hmm. He can bring you to, to, to he, can call, he can entrust you with more. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes. For the Bible, because the Bible says, uh, to whom much is given, much is required. So, so God wants to entrust you with things, but if he can't get you to listen, he won't entrust you with nothing. Mm. Hallelujah. See, see, that's what God is trying to do. See, a lot of us, what happens is God has an issue with, you know, in our lives not because he's not, he, you know, we're not listening. Mm. And we're not doing the things that God is requiring us to do. Mm -hmm. So, so one of the things is the Bible says that the mouth of the righteous will deliver them. Are you speaking the word of God? Can God even get you to speak his word? Mm. 
can God even get you to prophesy over your own life? And a lot of us think that's foolishness. Oh, it's not important for me to speak and declare the word of God. I'll just believe the word. No, it doesn't work like that. The Bible says when Jesus was in the temptation with Satan, uh, when Satan came to tempt Jesus, what did he do? He spoke the word. He didn't just, he didn't anoint himself and go about his day. He didn't just say, oh, I know the word of God. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to go through and just not even pay attention to Satan. Uh-oh, that's a good one too. No, he didn't do that. He didn't go and talk to someone, a friend of his, about what the devil's doing to him. Mm -hmm. What did he do? He spoke the word of God directly to his situation. Yeah. And he told his situation what God said. What are you telling your situation what God is saying? And some people may feel like, oh, you know, well, Jason, I don't know what God is saying in this area. Well, that's an opportunity for you to get to know what God is saying. That means that's an opportunity for you to seek the word of God for God is, what God is saying. Open up your Bible. Uh, 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 look in the scriptures if you're dealing with depression, if you're dealing with blockages, sickness, whatever it is you're dealing with. What does God have to say about that scripture? Matter of fact, go to our ministry website. We have tons of topics for every single, most, some of us who watch, you don't even go to the ministry website. You, you don't even take advantage of the resources. We have podcasts. We have many, mess, many messages for uh, dealing with specific topics. You haven't attempted to even do that. So, so, so that's where you can start. You can start somewhere to get the, the antidote for that sickness that's in your life. Whether it's sickness in your finances, sickness in your, in your health, sick, whatever that sin sickness is, you know, but you can get the answers of what you need. So, so that's where you can start. And, and, and in those places, it, is, it can be painful because you're challenging your doubts. You're challenging your ways of thinking. You're challenging your outlook on life or on the situation in your life. And, and that can be rough and, and, and that can be hard. But God... So... Um, so, unless there's anything on your heart. That was it. Hallelujah. On. Amen. So, someone needed to hear that this morning. And um, so, we're going to get right into it and pray. You can lead us off in prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just come before you and we just thank you for who you are, Lord. We just thank you for being a father. We thank you for being a friend. We thank you for teaching us your wisdom. We thank you for not giving up on us, Lord God, when we when we don't understand what you're what you are teaching us, Father God. Lord, I pray for every viewer today, those who are on the live and those who are will come afterwards. And I'm praying, Father God, that your revelation the revelation of your word will increase in our hearts, Lord. I'm praying Father God, that we will learn that, learn discipline, Father God, if we were, would receive instruction from you, Lord God. Lord, forever keep your, your word before us, Lord God. Forever keep your, uh, your promises before us, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father God, we just pray right now, Father God, even over today, we pray over the word, and we just 
acknowledge you as king, Lord. And we know that you can do anything we, more than we could ever imagine. Lord, I'm praying that you will increase faith today. Lord, I'm praying that you will increase confidence today. Lord, I'm praying that you will break down all misconceptions and ideologies of who we think you are, Lord. But, Father God, we just ask that we will begin to see your love and your word in, in its purity and in its, in its power. In Jesus' name, Lord. And we thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father. And we ask that if we've done anything... Uh, knowingly or unknowingly that is not like you Father God we just ask for your forgiveness and we pray that you will continue to minister to our hearts throughout the word in Jesus name we pray Amen Amen and Amen so uh, we, we're going to continue on from Matthew chapter 24 and um, verse 15. Now we ended off last week. Um, and if you haven't. If you didn't see that broadcast. You can go and check it out on the replay. But. Um, uh, we continued on last week. Where we were talking about. The signs of the times. That we're living in. It's 2020 now. And we were discussing things. That's been happening for the past couple of years. Uh, the signs of the times. And also. Uh, just some signs and to recognize the signs of Christ's return. Uh, the times, signs of the times, meaning that the time that we're living in, and also the time, the, the signs of uh, Christ returning. And a lot of uh, the events that we mentioned are hap were ha uh, happened in the past couple of years and happening now. And many believers don't understand what's going on. And many believers uh, are afraid or not having any peace. But God, he, he spoke these things so we can have peace. Right. He spoke these things so we can not be ignorant or not know what's going on. Mm -hmm. and, because, and that shows the character of God as well. That God is concerned about um, us being afraid. God is concerned about us um, not just being afraid, but also us um, uh, uh, not knowing what's going on. You know, confused. Um, all these feelings that we have, God is concerned about them. Mm -hmm. And so that gives us hope as well, knowing that if God is concerned, that means He loves me. He cares for me. And He wants to give me the tools that I need to handle what I'm seeing or what's taking place in my world. Okay? So, so we're going to continue on for verse 15. And it says... Uh, the day is coming when you will see that what I'm sorry, the day was coming when you will see what Daniel the prophet spoke about the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Read or pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it would be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not 
be in winter or on the Sabbath, for there will be greater anguish than at any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive, but it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen one. So what does that mean? Jesus is saying that <clears throat> that this time that Christ is talking about, it will be so wicked and so many things going on, right? That unless those days were shortened, that no one would survive. But because of God's people, God will shorten those days. So it's important to understand also the character of God and how he thinks. Because even though God is talking about uh, uh, this time will be so bad that it will be worse than when the world first began. Notice God is still concerned about his people. His mind is thinking about his people during this time. He, 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 he's like, okay, all this chaos going on and no one will survive. But I'm going to shorten those days for my people's sake. You know, we talked about a lot about the, the, the signs and, and things, the bad things that, um, that would take place and that we see in our world, right? But also, if you notice, another side of God, of God is that even though this is going on, God is still concerned with people. His people, God's people. He's concerned about giving them comfort. He's concerned about not just striking fear, but he's concerned about giving them comfort, giving them peace, making sure they'll be saved. These are things we need to think about concerning God's character. Because what people do is, when, even when they preach about the coming of the Lord, they preach like God is this angry God wanting to, to destroy everything. Well, I got news for us. The reason why God is is involved in these last days and doing this is because not because of anything he did but because of the wickedness of the people the people have gotten so wicked and that they, they, they the people are destroying other people so much that God has to get involved God is in the business of always saving not destroying so anytime you see God with judgment or or you read the book of Revelation, understand that God is still a God of love. That God is still coming from a place of who God is. But he's also judge and he's a God of justice. So he, he won't let evil just continue, especially when it comes to his people. So, um, and Suda, if you have anything you want to add, just go ahead and let me know, you know. You know, I'm just, I'm listening to the word and you know. I would say that it's kind of disheartening because what I've noticed, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that we often like to take the happy scriptures and we read them. Yeah. You know, you want to know about heaven. You want to know about how, well, how much God loves you. You want to know about... You know, uh, God's plan for man and how God wants you to prosper. You know, these type of messages aren't that uh, popular, but it is still the word of God. And it is still very necessary. And I just pray that the body of Christ, they begin to teach on 
good morning they begin to teach on these things because God he he loves us so much of course he gave his son to die for us um but there's some things about God that we should also embrace like you mentioned that God is still he is the authoritative uh fig he's an authoritative figure he's a judge and though and he is a god of truth so we can't take apart some of the bible and say oh i receive that and then the other part of the bible we kind of shun away from like i've heard people say i don't want to read revelation man god man man it's scary you know and um and they really don't read revelation because they feel like it's scary but remember judgment is not for the believer judgment is not for the children of god this is for satan his demons and those who chose to worship satan with their lifestyles so um i just wanted to home in on that because you know we have to really really open our heart and still see god's love and divine purpose even when he's informing you about things that you may not want to hear yeah so and, oh, and one last thing. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. I'm going to say that again. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So even fear it's not of God. It's not created of God. It's not from God. It's not created by God. If you're suffering from fear and you and you don't want to know about the end times, you don't want to know about uh, what God actually does to his enemies, then you got to find out why is that rooted in fear if you are a child of God. You are supposed to have power, love, and a sound mind and understanding that what out of the body is in the presence of God. You know, and if you really, if you're really struggling with that, then you should go on a study about um, what it is to be in the presence of God, and just know that this is this is what God wants to do. So go ahead, baby. So, Amen. <clears throat> and it says verse twenty-three. Then if anyone tells you, "Look, here is the Messiah," or "There he is." Don't believe it, for false messiahs and false prophets. And what is a messiah? We talked about that messiah is um, the Christ, the anointed one, the one who is supposed to come and save the world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, will rise up and perform great signs and wonders, so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. So, the Bible is saying that they will even do signs and wonders. What are signs and wonders? Signs and wonders is similar to what the magicians, uh, in the time of uh, Moses, when Moses was delivering the children of Israel and leading them out, and he gave the the, the, the ten signs, um, which was the frogs, the blood, of the rivers, things like that. But if you read that story carefully, you'll see that Pharaoh, which was the king, he had um, magicians and people who did magic arts, and they caused the uh, 
the staff that sticks in their hands to turn into snake. Mm -hmm. They also cause the, um, if I'm not mistaken, the waters to turn into blood. They, 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 they also did many different miracles that seemed like a, that, that was like an amazing miracle because Moses did that same thing. And these were used as signs to get Pharaoh to let the people go, the, the Hebrew people, right? And he didn't let them go because he was like all the magicians. They can do the same thing. What's difference with you? Ooh, Jesus. But when it came to the gnats, they couldn't perform that. They couldn't do that. The magicians couldn't do that. And the magicians said, this is nothing but the finger of God here. We, we this is beyond the boils us. that they all had. Yeah, they that had was like okay. Well, y'all could y'all could uh, make a stick turn into a snake, but let me show you some things that I can do that you cannot even fathom. Mm -hmm. The Lord said, well, "I'm gonna send frogs, <laughs> a whole heap of frogs to torment you. Then I'm gonna send boils. Oh, see, can you outbeat that?" Says the Lord. Then He turned all their rivers into blood, mm -hmm. and then they was like. They st wasn't he still like had his heart hardened? It wasn't until yeah. God struck every firstborn son. And he didn't harden his heart because um, uh, that God just just hardened his heart. Uh, when you read the contents of that scripture, that Pharaoh's heart was already full of pride. All God allowed was his, his counselors and the people around him to convince him to not let them people go. That's what it means that God... Harden the heart of Pharaoh because people got this notion that God oh, is God hardened God his heart. Hardened to his heart. The no, God isn't because why would God give you a choice? Yeah. God created human beings to make a choice. Why would He say in Deuteronomy, "Choose you this day who you will serve"? Why would God say, "Choose, choose, 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 choose"? If you didn't have the ability to choose, that don't even make sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, but the theologians and Bible teachers out there. You know, maybe uh, they'll start sending me inboxes or giving this, but uh, but it's true. Why, why, you 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 can't hold someone accountable if they don't have the ability to make a choice, to make a decision. You know, it doesn't make any sense. That's not a righteous judge, and um, and uh, we 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 hold people we hold judges accountable for bribery, but we think that God is still a judge, and we think that God created people to go to hell, and that's all. Yeah, you know, that's just, a whole other situation. But anyway, but the, with this scripture, if you notice, these were people in false messiahs and false prophets intentionally, notice I said intentionally, performing uh, wonders and signs to deceive people. Mm -hmm. To deceive people. So let's move on, verse 26. So if anyone tells you, look, the messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or look, he is hiding there. Don't believe it. Whereas the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. So I like to give an example. You see how big the sun is? It shines on one part of the world. Well, Jesus' Jesus's return is going to be brighter than the sun. It's going to be white light, bright, bright, white, brighter than the sun, you know. And the Bible says his light is going to be seen all across the whole world. That's how bright his glory is. Lord. So, um, so, moving on. Just as gathering of, uh, just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Mm -hmm. 
So when you see these signs, it's giving indications that the end of the of the world age is near. Now I want to highlight that because people think, oh, it's the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Yes. The world will never end. Mm, come this on now, earth preach it. is never going to end. Don't believe what people tell you. You got to know the scripture. The Bible says world without end. Look at it for yourself. This world will never end. But the world system, yes. which is the world's ways, the world's ways of doing things, sins on the bill, sin on the billboards, sin on the television, cursing, lying, cheating, nation, destroying nation, uh, uh, molestation or sex trafficking. Murder. That is the murder. That is the world system of things. Mm -hmm. All that is God is going to stop all that. You're going to wipe it out. You're going to stop it all. And the Bible says he's going to create a new earth mm -hmm. where there will be no sea. Meaning that the sea, the ocean you see, it will stop to exist. There will be no separation from one country to the next country. No, there will be none of that. It will all be land. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that uh, uh, Jesus Christ, along with the Father, they're going to be seated uh, in Jerusalem. Uh, in um, uh, to this very day um, in Jerusalem, in the center of Jerusalem, he's going to set up his his throne, and that's a real interesting because even in Hallelujah. Israel, the Bible gives a prophecy, and there's a gate in Israel uh, leading up to Jerusalem. It's called the Golden Gate, and it's sealed for the Messiah to walk through. My God! And it was um, it was sealed by mm. uh, I think it was the Ottoman Empire, but. Uh, it was sealed by another group of, uh, of of wicked men who wanted to stop the Messiah from returning because at that time they believed the Messiah would return through that gate. But um, it, it, according to scripture, that's where the Messiah should come in. Just mm -hmm. like Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, that prophecy is similar even to this very day. But I don't have time to get onto that because that's a part of Bible prophecy. But look it up for yourself. That a lot of things that's going on, even in Israel in this time, we need to pray for Israel. Yes. Uh, that um, that you find in Bible prophecy taking place. Um, many different things. You know, the the Battle of Megiddo. There's an open field where the they call it the Battle of Armageddon, uh, which a battle which would take place on the hills of Megiddo in Israel. You can look that up. You see this. It's a whole big plain. It looks like it's just waiting for the battle. The Bible says all the nations of the earth will battle in that place. And that there will be, the Lord will put his foot on that on that place. And it will split. And, um, you know, I don't have time to get into that. But when you study Bible prophecy, you, it's really some interesting stuff. Um, that it will take place in the last days. And signs, here's the thing. Even... In, in the last days of Christ's return, the signs are going to continue to happen. Yeah. Even in Revelations. When you read Revelations, there are signs that God will continue to bring. The Bible says an angel will fly through the whole earth preaching to the gospel, telling people to not accept the mark of the beast, which was right. the, the Antichrist. What is the Antichrist? It's a man that is coming and he's on his way. Mm -hmm. And you can see a sign that people want him to come to. He's a man that is on his way, who all the world will love him. He'll be against everything that is even called God. And he will require every person on earth to worship him and to receive a, a mark on the right hand or on the forehead, which is 666. 
Um, it may I, I personally believe it may not be an actual number. I, I think it may be something dealing with technology that may represent his name. Because even to this very day, we have, um, they have, um, they're now chipping people. Yeah. Uh, where it's, um, where you put a chip, it's chip. your whole life is on a chip. They can they, scan it they, and they, know they everything They can scan it you. and know everything about you. It's, uh, there's a company that introduced it to its employees. You couldn't even get into the building mm. without that chip and it's being scanned. They know who you are. They know where you live. They, you, you, you can even buy things from the vending machine. Yeah. At the actual building, it was the first company to ever do this. I believe that I believe personally that that's how the the Antichrist, which is the man that the Lord Jesus is going to come from heaven and destroy him and the false prophet and cast him into the lake of fire alive. That's what the Bible says in Revelations. I believe that his name, representing a number, is is actually a a, a computer. Uh, generated number that represents his name, whether it's his company, his system. I don't know when it's going to be, you guys. Mm -hmm. This is my opinion here, just based on studying the word, but that's the only way I can see because of us entering into this modern age. That's the only way I can see that that um, his name representing a number because in computer programs, you, that's how you recognize people's names. When you look Three on a computer program... You're not looking at a computer uh, a web page. You're looking at numbers that computer is generating to generate an image. All right? So so that's something you can study on your own. I just dropped that nugget. I was going to say that was a huge nugget, baby. You 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 went yeah, to, to a whole I, I, other I, I, level. But for those who are beginners in studying the Bible, I'm going to break it down for you a little hood. You feel me? So y'all can get it. I too, think right? people should read Revelations too. I Ste think people could read, should study. read Revelations. Revelation is a spiritual book. It has a lot of symbolism. So you have to make sure that you pray before you, pray read, before yeah. you read it next. God to give you the understanding. Um, and I, he will. He will. Um, but let me just break it down a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so basically what he's saying is that um the world is not going to just explode and there's going to be no more world and then god create a new one when god say he's going to destroy the world it's going to be like all the sin all the people who choose sin and he's going to create the bible says the new jerusalem is going to come from heaven mm -hmm. right he's going to create a new system of things so um, that's one part he was mentioning. Then he talked about how there will be people. He gave an example of even, um, how, how Moses went to deliver the people of, of, uh, from Egypt. And he showed the, that a sign that God was with him and the wicked man, they reproduce some of the same signs. But of course, you know, God made them look like fools at the end of the day. But, um, he gave that example to show that. There will be people who will be able to do great signs, great wonders, things that will blow your mind from magic and the power of Satan. And they will say, I'm Jesus, follow me. But 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 um, the Bible says, remember this, do not follow them. For trust me, when Jesus come back, everybody going to know it. The whole the whole sky going to lighten up. You going to know that Jesus is going to return and 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 he's going to make himself known you every will, eye will see every him. the bible said every eye will see 
So it's no way you can be deceived. It's no way you can follow a false teacher, a false prophet just because, or somebody who says that they're Jesus just because they're doing signs and wonders. Um, so verse and it, 29. And, and again, Jerusalem is uh, the city that God made for his chosen people. And um, Jerusalem has a significant meaning on the earth. You know, and we should love uh, Jerusalem. We should pray for Jerusalem and pray yeah. for the, the chosen people. Um, go ahead. And, and, and check this out. Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened. The moon will give no light. The stars will fall from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaking. Mm -hmm. The stars meaning that the, those are meteorites. They call them stars in Bible days. Mm -hmm. Right? Um... Um, there's even another sign that happened recently, uh, like about two years ago, three years ago. The Bible says that the moon would turn to blood. Mm -hmm. It says that in um, Joel. Mm -hmm. That's another sign. When you, if you look, uh, they they called it the blood moon. Right. That took place um, um, a couple of years ago. You can look at it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. The moon was actually blood red. Mm -hmm. I know scientists want to say, oh, it's because of the chemicals and all that. Well, the Bible says the moon will be red. When was the last time you seen the moon red? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So God talked about that. Um, and verse 30, and then at last the sign of the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens and there will be deep mourning among all the people of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a, with the mighty blast of a trumpet. And they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world. From the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, there's even this going around about people saying on YouTube um, that they're hearing trumpets, trumpets in the sky. Mm -hmm. They're like, I don't know, does something sound like a trumpet? And... Nobody knows what it is. It's being heard all over the world. Go on YouTube. You can check it out. Just type in trumpet in the sky, you know, and, and you'll see all these videos about people recording at night and in the daytime and saying, what is that? Where is this coming from? You hear they're hearing these loud trumpets in from the sky and they don't know what it is. And nobody's saying anything about it because they don't know. They don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. But the Bible... Is saying that there will be a mighty trumpet blast, right? Uh, that will be heard, and every eye will see the Son of Man. Now, I'm not saying Christ is returning tomorrow, but it's very interesting how. But these I've, are signs, y'all. Yeah, like, these are signs. We're not saying that old Jesus is blowing the trumpet and he's calling us now, but God is trying to get our attention. Since when? Come on, man. Think about this, y'all. Since when ever in history, people from different parts of the world, they hear like a ram's horn coming from the sky, like a trumpet coming from the sky and don't know what it is. And people standing outside like, oh my God, this seems like biblical prophecy. One lady was scared of death. Uh, I saw a video. I would have been scared too and I'm um, saved. She was what? like, okay, this is very weird. Um, you know, and then she looking, she was looking like, you know, this sound like Bible or something like that. And, um, 
You know, even when you think about this coronavirus, and keep please keep people in prayer, and keep yeah. the nations in prayer. When you think about this coronavirus, when was the last time you seen something like this? A worldwide, like it looked like a plague out something from the Bible. The Bible says there will be plagues, which is sickness across the world. You know, killing thousands. And um, to my knowledge, there's no cure for even the coronavirus. Uh, so right we're praying. And I encourage you to keep people in prayer as well. But these are signs, you guys. These are signs. So, let's move on. Now, learn a lesson from the fig tree, verse 32. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know the summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you can know his return is very near, right at the door. Excuse me. I tell you the truth. Uh, this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. And when he says heaven and earth disappearing, that means the current heaven as we see it, uh, the clouds and the earth as we see it will disappear. But it's not. he's not saying that the world will just stop cease to exist, you guys. If you take a look at Revelations and the ends of Revelations, the last chapter, you can see what I'm saying. However, verse 36, no one knows... The day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. So Jesus is saying, I don't even know when is the time of my return. The angels don't know. Only the Father knows. But you know what's interesting? Mm -hmm. That the Father, that Jesus said, I'm in the Father, the Father's in me. And if you're in Christ, you're in the Father and you're in the Son as well. So that means whenever it's time that the Father knows, He's going to start communicating that. Not may not be the exact time, but the signs, He's going to be communicating that to His body, to His people. Yeah. That's why us today, we know that the coming of the Lord is near. We can have comfort. Why? Because we're with, we're with Jesus, man. Amen. You know, you're going to be with Jesus. I'm going to be with Jesus, alive or dead. Or when he returns, we will never die. We we would never. The Bible says when these bodies die, you oh, know, well, these bo the body, body will die, will die but, but your not. soul and your spirit will live forever. Forever. So, moving on, thirty-seven. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in the Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings, right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going on until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. So here it is, oh all these signs God. going on. And you still see people partying. They're clubbing. Getting married. They're getting lit. Hey, you know, all that stuff. What? Oh, all them locusts? Do we remember when all know? them locusts uh, turned up in um, Las, Las Vegas? Vegas. Dang, them... this look like biblical prophecy. Turn up! Yeah, they were turned <laughs> up. They were laughing. And let me tell what you something. You heck, need to bro? flee from these people. These people don't even... I mean, they, they totally gone. Like, they don't even know what's going on. But the Bible says these type of people will be swept away when Christ returns as well. Verse 40, two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. 
So you too must keep watch, for you do not know what day your Lord is coming. Mm. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. So here it is, Christ is saying that one will be taken, the other left. I personally believe that that's the rapture, yes. as you know, the rapture or whatnot. Some scholars believe that's going to take place before Revelation or after Revelation. Hey, it doesn't matter. It's going to happen. You know, Christ is returning and and, and uh, we should comfort each other to know that uh, God would not suffer his people to, to wrath, but to receive salvation. And, he's gonna, and escape and the from rapture. the dark time on Can the earth. Can you explain rapture? Because a lot of people... Oh, the rapture means being caught away, taken away, like the scripture is saying. One will be taken, the other left. The Bible says that, I don't have time to go into it, but the Bible says we will all be changed in the moment. In the twinkling of an eye, in the blink of an eye, we will be changed. These bodies will be turned into eternal bodies that will live forever. It's a supernatural thing that will begin to happen. You'll see people walking and whew, they'll just vanish. The rapture will take place and then it will usher in what you see in Book of Revelations. Uh, I don't have time to go into it, but it's a lot of study. Uh, if you want to study Bible prophecy, I yeah. encourage you to look at Revelations and study this as well. But the Bible says, here's how it's going to happen. You know, you're walking in the day and boom, you'll just vanish and meet the Lord in the air. Meet the Lord in the clouds. Right and, and, and while we're in heaven, on the earth, it will immediately go into chaos. Because all these people just vanished. And then it will usher in a new world system, a new order, uh, where you start seeing what's happening in Revelations, stars coming from heaven. All that will start taking place because the time is at hand for Christ to return. Right. So, But if you are a believer, if you are a Christian, uh, uh, you... You, you, you will rest assured that you'll be with Jesus forever. But if you are not a Christian, oh, what a terrible day and a terrible time that you will see on this earth. So, uh, but we hope that you'll be a believer today. And can I say something? Because I hear this a lot. Um, some people say, like, when we, we go out and we speak to people about, you know, Jesus returning, you hear this saying, oh, they've been saying Jesus was supposed to return for years. And years and years and years, I heard my great-great-grandma saying the same thing that you're saying right now. Well, you should thank God he didn't. Thank God he didn't, number one. And number two is, one thing that is guaranteed, we will all have to leave this earth. One thing that is guaranteed, we don't know our time in departure. One thing that is guaranteed... We will meet our maker. So if you lose your life today, then Jesus has just come for you. And that's what, and that's, and I, you know, a lot of people say, oh, Jesus ain't no, no time to come. I repent on my last breath or I repent when that time come. Who said that you have tomorrow? Who told you that? Who promised you all this time? Yeah. Amen. So, um, you want to stop? Yeah, there? yeah. Move, I'm gonna move on you got and a close few it out. Minutes. Um, you got one minute and eight oh, yeah. seconds. Oh yeah. On Instagram, they only give us a certain time. But for those on Instagram, uh, 
just jump right back on on the live video. Uh, we're just going to come back real quick because they only give you an hour on Instagram. And we want to pray for you as and well. we want to pray for you as well. So just jump back in. For those on Facebook, you're all right. <laughs> all right. For those on Instagram, if you don't know, you can uh, watch on Facebook as well. So uh, let's end this out and then we'll come back. All right. All right, and we are back. <laughs> All right, we're back. So we're going to give a little moment um, for those to jump back, right back in from Instagram um, before we continue on and close out uh, this chapter. But, um, but, excuse me, but uh, it's very important to understand uh, Bible prophecy, it really is. It's, mm -hmm. it's important for every believer to understand Bible prophecy. So you can know prophetically what God is doing. And that's why it amazes me why some people, how can they reject prophecy? Right. How can they reject someone prophesying? And say that, oh, prophecy was just for the time of believer uh, uh, in, in, the, um, in the Bible. It's not for us today. That's a lie. Because the Bible says that um, God has given gifts to men. The gift of prophecy is given to the church. And the church is still existing today. So, so God is still a God of prophecy. He's still a God where, where um, he's moving by prophecy. And he's making known the signs of the, t of the times as well. So the more you begin to know about the times we're living in, you can be better able to communicate it with people. It gives you a sense of urgency where you share Christ with other people. Let them know like, hey, Christ is returning. Okay, why do you believe that Christ is returning? Do you not see the signs of the times? Do you not see the times that we're living in? All these different things. So so you have a, you have a reason to share uh, Christ's return. So um, we're going to go ahead and move on here. We gave enough time for those. Mm -hmm. So um, verse 45. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But if, but if, but what if the servant is evil and thinks my master won't be back for a while That's and he begins beating the other servants partying and getting drunk the master will return unannounced and unexpected and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth so if you notice here mm -hmm. why is this servant he's given jesus has given an analogy an example and he's saying, why is this servant surprised? Because that servant is not expecting the master to return. Mm -hmm. Catch that. So you won't be ready for the master, Jesus Christ, to return if you're not expecting him to return. Wow. If you're not living in expectancy. 
If you're not living with the fire of God and excited about the Lord and excited about the things of God, excited about his return, excited that people are getting saved, you won't be expecting. Mm -hmm. If you notice, look at the character of this servant. He was beating the servant, partying and getting drunk. He was unexpectant. He was living in a place of unexpecting. Now, they have people today. How do they beat the servants of the Lord? Well, they beat him up with the word today. We got pastors oh, yeah. and preachers. They won't be prepared for Jesus to return. Why? Because they they condemning everybody. Mm -hmm. They're beating the servants with the word of God. They're beating God's people. You know, uh, partying, getting drunk, about all about themselves and what they're doing. You know, and people who are even believers or Christian in the clubs, getting drunk. You know, you know, alcohol and drugs and all that stuff, they partying. And they have people who say that they're believers doing these things. So they will be caught off guard. Mm -hmm. so, so, so when we talk about Christ saying that he will give them a place for the hypocrites, that means that these individuals who call on the name of the Lord, who are living in a place of not expecting his return, living in sin... God is going to is going to uh, uh, judge them and cause them to go to hell as well. And when I mean cause, I mean he's going to sentence them to hell based on how they live. He didn't want them to go there. They chose to live like that and they end up going to hell. So he says he was sign them a place with the hypocrites, those who say one thing and do another. So these are people who say one thing. And they do another. So, so we wanted to highlight these things. And maybe if you have anything, you can also add to it. But we wanted to highlight uh, the signs of the times and the coming of the Lord. So you can have a full understanding about who God is. What is going on? What, what, what should I do with all this information that I know about Jesus' return? Well, you should be evangelizing. You should be telling people about Christ. You should be praying for other people. Mm -hmm. You should be making yourself available to be involved in the kingdom of God. Not living a life for yourself. You're wasting time. Don't waste time. Because God wants to use you for his glory. Mm -hmm. So for those who are not saved, you have anything? Or yeah, I just want to talk to the people who are out there who say, like, dang, you know, being a follower of Christ is hard. I want to talk to those people out there that's saying, it's impossible for me to live holy. It's impossible for me to endure to the end. Because following God is too hard. That's who, that's who I want to talk to today. The first thing I want to do is I want to, I want to rebuke that lying spirit that has told you that the God of heaven, the God of love, will ask you to do something or create you in a way that it's not, that it's impossible for you to do what he asks you to do. Amen. God calls the imperfect, God calls the weak, God calls the flaw, the ones who have flaws. God calls the one who aren't the ones who aren't too smart. 
He calls the despised. He calls the rejected. He calls those who the world counts out. And he make them the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. He calls them blessed and highly favored. He take the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Hallelujah. So, the reason why I'm saying that is because all you need is a yes, Lord. All you need is to begin a love affair with the lover of your soul. All you need to do is stop trusting in your ability and trust in his strength. Lean on his strength. Lean on his ability. Lean on the fact that he created you. He knows you. He knows the way you think. He knows your struggles. He knows you and he loves you and he's with you every step of the way. Those who have the pressure to try to look perfect, be perfect, sound perfect, look holy, if that's the thing, look holy, sound holy, <laughs> uh, uh, and, 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 and have no flaws, they have already set themselves up for failure. Because we live in this flesh. The Bible says that the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. So, first of all, you believe in a lie. Second of all, you don't know that you serve a God who can change, hallelujah, your desires. Deliver you from wicked motives. Deliver you from low self-esteem. Give you the power, not because you're forced to do right, because he's forcing you to do right, or forcing you to do righteousness, Forcing you to have righteousness. He, through education, wisdom, and wisdom of the spirit, you will begin to desire righteousness because then you will know who you truly are. Think about it. When a queen or a king doesn't um, doesn't want to do certain things or are not a, a, a desire to do certain things that the commoners do because why? They know who they are. So the first step, know who you are. If you don't know who you are, you're not going to know where you're going. You're not going to know your purpose. You're not going to know why God designed you and created you the way you are. I talk about this all the time. Many people said to me that I would never be able to do anything good in my life. Because of my background, because of what I've been through, because of my family line, because of uh, the way that I speak or the way that I, you know, just hit you with the word. But guess what? There's a people out there that's going to understand what I'm saying. There's a people out there going to know, going to see from my testimony that God loves them too. God just don't love the ones with the the big the 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 deacons with the big collar and the and the deaconess with the dresses down to their feet. He called every man, every woman from all different nationalities, all different backgrounds for his glory. It's like a flower the flowers of the field. So 
D love your difference accept your difference and the, the the things that you say that you cannot do the things that you say do the, the things that you're declaring over your life to say that you cannot overcome you have to really you have to you have to rebuke that lion spirit because the bible says that i can do all things through christ whom strengthened me so Take yourself out of the equation and lean on him and let him teach you. Begin to tear down all those lies that was taught to us by this world. So that's what I just wanted to say to those who are out there to say, okay, I hear what you're saying. You know, I know that I, I believe Jesus is coming back too, but I just can't believe, I just don't believe I can live this upright, righteous life. Um guess what he calls the unrighteous he calls those who know, who believe that they can't do it in themselves to show his power to show that he is god let god show that he is god in your life because you're not god i'm not god we can't do it you know and that's all i wanted to just say you know, and, and, and if that's, yeah, if, if that, and if that's you and you know, you don't, you don't, you haven't even heard the gospel or you haven't even, you know, received Jesus as your personal savior. Now is the time. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart that Jesus died and he rose, right? And that he died for your sins then you will be saved. So you first have to confess it, Lord. I heard I heard what this woman and man of God said. I heard, I believe you were speaking to me. And I believe that Jesus, you are coming back. And I, I'm seeing the signs of the time. The first thing is to do is just to be done with self. Be done with self and say, you know what? I want a new life. Lord, forgive me for the things that I could have done against you and i want to receive this new life i want to be a part of your kingdom i want to i want to be raptured i want to be in your presence forever i want to to reign with you jesus said in his word that those who suffer with him would also reign with him so if that's you saying you know what i'm ready to come out of the world i'm ready to be saved all you have to do is repeat after me dear lord jesus i am a sinner I ask you to forgive me for my sins. I believe you died for my sins and you rose on the third day. Come into my heart and into my life and be Lord and King. And help me to turn away from the things that separates me from you. If you prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. And we have a website. It's www.firerealmglobal.com dot com where we have free uh material to aid you on your spiritual journey and send us an email contact us and we'll definitely help you every step of the way but uh and and this and this prayer is for those who are out there you've been fighting like heaven and i'm gonna say that you've been fighting like heaven to do the right thing but you keep finding yourself doing some wrong things that are displeasing to god and why am i saying fighting like heaven a lot of people say oh you've been he fighting like hell he fighting like hell but heaven is more powerful than hell greater are those who are with us 
than those who are with the devil. God is the God of heaven. And he's he flicked Satan out of uh, heaven with um just like a piece of uh, he struck him down in heaven as quick as lightning. Nothing. So if you've been fighting like heaven to be saved, to be holy, to be righteous, to walk the straight and narrow, then God, you're considered righteous before God. The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times and he gets back up. What makes that man righteous is that he keeps getting back up. So, with that being said, stop leaning on your own strength. The Bible says that we must renew our minds daily. What is going on your mind every day? What's going on in your mind every day? What are you rehearsing in your mind every day? You know, renew, replace those negative thoughts with positive ones. How do you do that? You Google is our best friend these days. If you're struggling with lust, Bible scriptures. Hey, Google. Hey, Siri. Bible scriptures, how to overcome lust. If you're struggling with low self-esteem, go, hey, Google. Hey, Siri. How, how Bible scriptures about overcoming um, low self-esteem how i scriptures about the love of god and then begin to meditate daily on what the scripture says about who you really are how you can overcome lust how you can come out of low self-esteem and that's how you renew your mind and once the bible says what a man thinks in his heart so is he so when you begin to think differently you will begin to change and you will become different so if that's you, I'm just, we're just going to say this simple prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me for my mistakes. Heavenly Father, thank you for saving me. Thank you for being my father. Thank you for teaching me the way. Lord, give me the discipline. Lord, give me the focus. Lord, we rebuke distraction to help me meditate on your word. In Jesus' name. Forgive me for thinking that my way is better than yours, Lord. I come to you and I repent and I turn away. And from this day, I will never be the same. If that's your prayer, you'll never be the same. Remember, what was the scripture this morning? That the mouth of the righteous shall deliver them. And then when you get that word inside of you, you can begin to speak to your situation. Speak to that mountain Amen. and tell it to be cast into the sea and it will. What does, what does that mean? Speak to that hard obstacle, the thing that you feel like you can't overcome. And it will become like sand, like dust before the word of, the God, of, of God. And, and that's how you begin to get the word of God. It's time to study. It's time to study. It's time to know what God is saying. Just think to yourself, before we begin to teach on the signs of the ends of time, how much of that information did you already know as a child of God? And that's very, and that is your very future. That's the future of this world that you're living in. So if, if you don't you didn't really know much about that, then I encourage you to start studying the word. And 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 we love y'all. We we yeah. thank you. We Jesus love you. 
and and we thank you for tuning in every Sunday at 11:30 Eastern Standard God Time. Bless God bless you. We're fighting for you. You are constantly constantly in our hearts and in our prayers. Just know that um Jesus is with you every step of the way. Amen. And remember to keep us in your prayer as well, okay? All right. So God bless everyone for joining in. Remember, you can always uh, send us a prayer request, an email, if you need prayer as well. And meet us back here at 730. 730. Uh, I mean, not 730, <laughs> 1130 Eastern Standard Time. Oh, and also, as a quick announcement, we, also, we, we, have a, uh, we just did something that we're making available through the FRM Outreach Center, which is a job, the job um, uh, in, uh, resource program. We have a job resource program where those who are looking for employment, um, just forgot to announce that, but those who are looking for employment, if you want more information on that, all right, please send us an email. Uh, we're, we're still rolling it out and we're finalizing it, but we want to be a help to people who are, who are also looking for employment as well. So you'll hear more about that as, as time goes on, but if you want to also just want more information, please send us an email concerning that, okay? All right, so, amen. God bless everybody. Have a great, great Sunday, and we love you, and see you back here at the Fire Room. And um, and you can follow us throughout the week as well, all right, on our social media. Just go to our website. All right, peace out. Take care. Bye.